Hello, it's me. From the Financial Times in London, I'm Ravi Matu, the FT's technology editor, and this is FT News. Rumor has it that Adele did it. 25, the British singer's third release, broke the record for first-week album sales in the all-important US market in just the first three days after going on sale. But the 27-year-old's strategy for getting her record to the top has been controversial after she chose to keep the album off of streaming services such as Spotify and Apple Music. Joining me to discuss this is Robert Cookson, the FT's digital media correspondent. Rob, can you just back up a little bit and give us a sense of how significant this achievement is on Adele's behalf? This is a huge achievement. You know, the record industry has been shrinking for years and years and years. People have been questioning whether the huge sales records of previous decades can be broken. And they have. In a single week, Adele has sold almost three million copies of her album just in the US alone, smashing the previous record set by NSYNC in the year 2000 out of the park. So it's massive. It's giving people a lot of hope that music is still a major part of the entertainment business. And of course... NSYNC, when the boy band broke that record, it was at the peak, the height of the CD sales boom. And yet now we're in an environment where streaming dominates. How did Adele do it? How did she hit these numbers in an era when when we don't think about CD or, or album sales in the same way as we did in the past? Well, first off, she's a remarkable, hugely talented artist and people love her. But she's pursued quite a clever sales strategy to achieve these record-breaking numbers. And One of the most significant components is that by keeping the album off streaming services and having it only available for sale in certain channels, she's doing a strategy that's known as windowing, which will be familiar to anyone in the film business where revenue is maximised by first putting films out through cinemas, then they'll probably be um, sold as DVDs and so on and sort of move through various channels, each providing a smaller and smaller revenue component. But this is actually quite a new tactic to be used in the music business. And just to be clear, I mean, her song, the track that she first released from the album, which is called Hello, that has been available on streaming services. It's just the whole album hasn't been available on streaming. If you want it digitally, you have to download the whole thing from, say, Apple iTunes, for instance. Exactly. So she hasn't entirely snubbed the streaming services. As you mentioned, Hello, which is the first single from the album and arguably the best track on it, is up on there. And that single has already been played 160 million times on Spotify. It's been viewed, the video version, 500 million times on YouTube. This is in the space of a week, you know, half a billion views, pretty incredible numbers. That has been a key part of the sort of promotional campaign around the album she's also spent quite a lot on tv ads billboards on the underground in here in london and also she's appearing on primetime tv shows to get the word out as well yeah it's quite interesting isn't it because you mentioned earlier that she has this very loyal following so those are people who are already probably her diehard fans that would buy the album irrespective of what happens but one of the other curious things is in addition to releasing Hello, the title and, and the numbers you mentioned are extraordinary. She was very clever and bespoke about the TV appearances. There was a program here in the UK on the BBC. In the States, she appeared on Saturday Night Live and uh, later on 60 Minutes. She's clearly, she and her management have been quite judicious about how they've planned the releases and the marketing around this album, haven't they? Well, absolutely. I mean, they've had enough time. It's been four years since her last album, 21. 
went on sale. That album globally sold more than 30 million copies, almost single-handedly saved the US music business in the year 2011. And so they've had a lot of time to plan. A lot of things have changed since that last album came out, including the rise of, of streaming and digital distribution becoming much more important in the marketplace. But yeah, they've very judiciously chosen which channels to um, put the message out on. So can we expect other artists to be able to follow and copy what Adele has done in this occasion? Well, some artists already have. Taylor Swift last year withheld her latest album from Spotify and actually pulled off her entire back catalogue too in quite an aggressive move. By and large, though, artists want to have as many people as possible listening to their music and streaming services are becoming a very important way that people listen to music. So if you take the decision to restrict the way people can listen to music to CD sales and and downloads, you're potentially cutting off a large part of your fan base. And for most artists, getting your fans who may already be paying a subscription or listening for free on an ad-supported streaming service, getting them to pay in this sort of old-fashioned model is very difficult and for many artists the real money is made in live touring so Lady Gaga for instance who is a superstar has her music as widely available as possible and just focuses on getting those fans into huge stadiums on tours and making her money that way. If you had a loyal following even if you were slightly less megastar than Adele or Taylor Swift are presumably there's still a value in pulling it off because simply you can make more money Your revenues will be higher if you're able to have a more direct relationship with your fans than via Spotify or Apple Music. Well, artists of all sizes are um, consistently trying to sell vinyl or CDs and merchandise to their fans directly or indirectly. But it's a calculation they've got to take. If they do do this windowing tactic and stay off streaming services, a large portion of their audience is going to feel alienated. Right. So, I mean, given the scale of some of these services and the fact that so many users are using them, they will expect artists to be serving their content on the platforms that they choose to use rather than ones necessarily that the artist uh, has chosen to avoid. Yeah. And super fans will always be willing to sort of go the extra mile and maybe buy a CD because they value the uh, the physical artifact and they know that that's very lucrative for the artist and they want to support them in that way. But by and large... This is a very difficult strategy to pull off. Well, the music industry awaits to find out what's going to happen next with Adele, and I'm sure her fans will be downloading and buying her album in droves for weeks to come. Rob Cookson, thanks very much for joining us. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.